Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in today. My name is Patrick Albin and this is the first SPMI podcast. So I'm very excited with being able to connect with the community in sports and share some valuable content in helping athlete performance. A lot of the content I'm going to provide on this channel is really in regards to helping athletes overcome those barriers and much of the content that you're going to hear actually stems from the athletes who go through the SPMI company. Uh, in addition to a lot of the skills and the methodologies that you will really embark upon, you're also going to hear from other guest speakers from time to time, including athletes who have gone through the program, professional athletes, collegiate, top junior, but also coaches and just looking to really improve or increase the value of not only what can help you as an athlete, but also educating those about the value of mental toughness and professional training of the mind. Um, today is a, a really important topic. This is a topic that I'm seeing more and more many athletes struggle with, and there is a very distinct difference that we see amongst amateur athletes, including juniors and even collegiate athletes, and then those at the world-class level in professional sports. And what I want to discuss today is a topic that pertains to setting goals. Now, this topic that we're going to discuss today is different than many of the goal-setting topics. You know, many goal-setting topics focus more on what type of goals to set and the structure or procedural methods of how to reach those goals. But this topic resides more in the foundational principles of setting goals. More specifically, we're going to discuss the mindset of setting goals. Now, when I talk about the mindset of setting goals, many athletes, they have this stigma in sports where, you know, goals should only be set on standards that they can achieve. Meaning that if an athlete sets a goal, they need to make sure that they can reach it. Maybe it takes more time, maybe it takes a week, maybe it takes a month, maybe it even takes five or 10 years. However, many goals that athletes set need to be ones that are achievable. And this is a really offsetting, offsetting skill in, in many sense because what it does is it limits athlete performance. So I wanna walk everyone through what this means. You have athletes who will set goals such as, okay, I want to play a college at a college level. I want to play maybe division one, and maybe they're more specific about which college they want to play for. And when they set those goals, a lot of times what happens is they are afraid to set them too big. And a big reason why they're afraid to set them too big is because of this fear of failure. Now, it's not so much failure that is a problem, is what we attribute the value of those goals towards. So for example, 
the athletes who struggle with setting goals too big are those who are setting goals that are also in direct relation with their own self-worth. More specifically, what this means is that an athlete who is setting a goal to play for a Division I sports program is afraid to set that goal too high because a failure to reach that goal would then translate into a representation of a failed or disappointed self. Now, this is where there is an unhealthy relationship amongst the athlete and their goals. So then the alternative of the mind is to set goals that are only achievable. Now, on the other hand, we have athletes who are setting goals too high and they are inflexible with their goals. So they will only set goals that are very high and a failure to reach those goals are also a representation of a failed self-worth. Notice how both sides of these equation is, is really, it's not, it's definitely not healthy, right? It's maladaptive. So when we look at professional athletes, there's a profound difference. Professional athletes do not set goals based on the result alone. And when I say professional, that's pretty broad. So when I say professional, I'm talking more so about successful champion athletes who have strong mindsets and who have achieved an incredible success at a very high level in their sport while, ha while maintaining a strong mental and um, healthy well-being. So for these athletes, the big difference that we see is that they are not setting these big goals in pursuit of the result alone. Now, these athletes are setting these goals for the act of setting these goals. And this is really where all athletes need to be. And as you're listening to this, I want you to think about that. If you're an athlete who has been setting goals and you know, noticing uh, some frustration or emptiness or a void as a result, think about your reason for those goals. In fact, if you like, definitely write it down and think about, you know, what are the goals that I'm aspiring for and what do I look to get out of it? And if you're looking to set those goals and, and you're going after those goals for the mere result of them, then I promise you there will be many moments where you will feel unfulfilled frustrated and empty in some ways. And that's really the struggle that we see with many athletes where with professional athletes, and this is what I want everyone to really shift their way of thinking when it comes to this discussion is think about which goals you're willing to go after for the act alone. So let's talk about what this means. Let's take several examples here. We can take an example of a professional or I should say aspiring professional tennis player or an aspiring professional baseball player. You know, let's say we have a high school baseball player who wants to one day play for the Boston Red Sox. And he is training at a incredible work ethic. And as a result, he's doing things that most athletes will not do. Well, there's this risk that many athletes I've worked with often fear and they think about, and that is, they'll say, Patrick, you know, 
what happens if my goal is to play for the Boston Red Sox and I don't make it? I feel like that would be absolutely devastating. Well, yes, that would be devastating if that goal was attributed directly with your self-worth, meaning that is the reason for your being. That's what you believe you're here for. If you do not reach that goal, I completely understand, then there's a problem. However, understand this, that goal should not be set for your self-worth. It's not for the result alone, it is for the act. So let's go back to this athlete now, and now let's change things around a little bit, and let's now think about this athlete in terms of aspiring for this goal for the act of doing so versus the result. Now, things haven't changed. The athlete wants to play for the Boston Red Sox. He has a passion for baseball. And as a result, he's doing things that no one else is doing. From his nutrition to his sleep to the professionalism that he has every single practice, to the things he does both on and off the field, those things that he's doing day in and day out are paying off whether he makes it or not. The mindset that he has, the, the focus that he has. And when I say professionalism, what I mean by that is, is that he is very structured and regimented every single day doing things that almost anyone else wouldn't do. And when you extend these, these routines for a long period of time, of course, they become habits. And these habits are transferable into other parts of his life, right? Other parts of his life. So now let's Let's, you know, fast forward a little bit into the future. And now this athlete is um, having has an opportunity to possibly get drafted and he's looking to get into the draft. However, he also has opportunities from D1 college programs. Well, let's say that he doesn't get drafted. However, he gets a full ride to a division one program. Is he then a failure? Well, it really depends on his perception of that situation. If his perception, meaning the meaning that he places upon that situation, that moment in his life is geared towards the result, the end result only, then he will see himself as a failure. However, if he looks at the act of what he did and he sees the opportunities and the doors that is open for him now, he will come out of it stronger than ever. Because what does that do for him? Well, he gets into a top division one program he gets an invaluable education. Most likely he has a very strong network. <clears throat> and, you know, the, the opportunities that he has are, are there, but they were only there because of the steps he took for himself based upon the act that he first placed years ago. And when I say the act, I'm not necessarily talking about the action. I'm talking about the goal. His goal was to pursue the act. Okay, the result, of course, was also a goal, but it was never an expectation. And this is what we see from the best athletes in the world. They take pride in the act itself. That's really where we have to be with all of this here. Now, I want to give another good example of this. This is something that we see a lot of times with uh, even societal standards outside of sports. Uh, this is one example that I give to my athletes from time to time so that we can see how healthy the goals are that we are aspiring to achieve versus how maladaptive they may become. 
about three years ago, there were quite a bit of ads that came out targeting young entrepreneurs. And you still see these from time to time, but they're quite prevalent about three years ago. And they were targeting young entrepreneurs in their early 20s. And they were selling them the belief that top CEOs in the country read anywhere from 50 to 60 books a year. Now, this is based on research, according to them. I don't know what type of research they found that from the validity of it. Uh, it could be true. But what happened as a result is many young aspiring entrepreneurs took on the act of pursuing the results of this task. And they started to attempt to read 50 to 60 books a year, which is a great goal. I'm, I'm not knocking that at all. I think it's an excellent goal. But here's the problem. They started on this journey and about three weeks in, they had only read two books, sometimes less than that. And then what happens is they start to feel bad about themselves. They start to doubt their future. They start to feel less adequate. And many of these young entrepreneurs never came close to fulfilling this goal of reading 50 books or more a year. And here's the problem. The problem is that many of these young aspiring entrepreneurs were chasing the result. They were chasing the 50 books a year. And what we know is that it's not about chasing the result. There's a lot of unfulfillment. What it's about is chasing the act. So what does that look like more practically? Well, what it looks like more practically is that instead of these young entrepreneurs saying, I wanna read 50 or 60 books a year so I can become a successful entrepreneur, the goal then shifts simply to, I want to become a better reader. So when the act is prioritized over the result, this is what we see. The young entrepreneurs now take on reading more because they want to become a better reader. They start to block time out of their schedule every day, and it could be as small as one hour a day. So if they're reading for one hour a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, they can even take off, of course, other days, then they will most likely read 50 books or more a year. And if they don't, that's okay. Because I guarantee you that they will have received an invaluable experience from it. The knowledge that they will receive, of course, dependent upon what they choose to read, is something that they cannot buy. And that value over an extended course of time will lead to other successful results, more fulfillment, and just a very fulfilling journey in their life. But notice how it starts with really embracing and going after the act. There are other things that we also want to discuss. And one of the parts of this topic that's so pivotal is that there's this myth that in order for an athlete to set a goal, they need to be able to predict the future to a T. And what does that mean? That means they need to be able to predict if they can reach that goal or not. So for the athlete, that means, okay, if I'm going to set this goal where let's say they want to become a professional tennis player. 
Well, if they want to set this goal to become a professional tennis player, then before pursuing it, they need to make sure they're going to make it. And let's be more specific. Let's say they're setting a goal that they want to be a top 100 professional tennis player. Excellent goal. Excellent goal, right? But the problem is they're saying, look, I can't achieve that. I can't go after that goal unless I know for sure that I can reach that goal. Well, here's the problem with that premise. First, when we go after goals, we know with science that most certainty is impossible. So that means just trying to figure this out and say, hey, am I going to make it or not? Well, guess what? That's an impossibility. And then the second thing we know about this type of goal setting with the mind is that it's not necessary. Like really think about this for a moment. This is a a great conversation I have with my athletes from time to time. Think about your goals and think about, is it necessary to know if you're going to succeed in the next upcoming competition? Like really, you know, look into the future and say, hey, you know what, do I need to know if I'm going to win this next game or if I'm going to do well in this next showcase or if I'm going to go far in this next tournament or this next match? Now your mind may say, yeah, absolutely. But let me just give you this scenario and let's take a look at this in more detail. Let's imagine you have a crystal ball in front of you. And now for this weekend's tournament, you can see every little detail of how you performed. And let's even imagine that the results were in your favor. They were good. You know, you played well, specific moments, you made the right decisions. You could even see the specific play-by-play of what you did in all those moments. Do you think that would be helpful? Well, at first you may think, yes, Patrick, um, you know, if I knew that, then I knew exactly I could do it and it would help me in my confidence. But if we really look at how the brain works, that's not the case. Because the way the brain works is it chooses survival first. So now imagine you have all that information in front of you and you're going into this weekend to compete. And as you go into play this weekend, you have all this information in your mind. How are you going to start the game? What's going to happen early stages of competition? What's your thought process? How specific did you make that particular play? What was your technique like? What happened externally outside of yourself? And see, the more we dive into this topic, it actually increases anxiety more. So this is what's amazing about the mind. The mind is is chasing all this information, right? Because we're saying, hey, in order for us to go after this goal, we need to know that we can achieve it. When in reality, it's that same belief that is holding the athlete back because it's increasing anxiety. So then the result is, or the alternative, which is actually the solution, is that in order to be successful in this state, you have to do the opposite, right? Setting goals big does not mean, once again, that you need to reach them. We have to throw that out the door. Instead, take pride in the act. Go after those goals in competition this weekend or the next competition you have without needing to know what's going to happen. 
And more importantly, being okay with whatever happens. That's how we calm the mind. We see professional athletes when I work with them and they really make this transition where they're performing well. They get to this point where they stop counting. They stop, you know, accolading, looking at everything that they need to do. It all becomes steps. Meaning, okay, I'm going to take the next two weeks at a time. I'm looking forward to this next competition and I'm going to give my best. I'm going to give my all and let's see what happens. A lot of times it seems like there should be so much more to it, right? We should say, no, no, no. It's not enough to say, let's see what happens. No, you have to make sure that what you tell yourself and what you can forecast into the future is successful. So remember that as you set your goals, it really becomes a big test on how you treat yourself, right? So setting your goals and having this mindset that I want to be the best in my sport is a very, very healthy goal as long as you attribute it to the act. And I really want everyone to take pride in that act. Think about what that looks like. So as you're listening to this, and we've discussed this now for a little bit, just really think about, okay, now I'm focusing on the act. What is that going to look like for me? What am I going to take pride in today for me? And it can be very, very, very small. Maybe you wake up 15 minutes earlier tomorrow. You go to bed 20 minutes earlier tonight. That is an act, right? Those little things compound into big success. You know, this whole COVID situation we're in right now has really turned things upside down in a way, in, in a good way. It's brought, it's really brought a lot of people more present. And you know, that's really the last topic I want to talk about when it comes to the mindset of setting goals is we want to have this approach mentally, this mentality that will free the mind, right? That will put you in a position that's more present. Right? It's going to put you in a position where there's, you're more peace, right? There's more peace. But when you set these goals and you strive for just the act alone, now you can be present. Because what you've done is you've just decided to let go of a lot more responsibility that you once thought you needed to control. This type of responsibility we're talking about is attributed not only to yourself, but a lot of times it has to do with the sports societal standards that oftentimes come from the sport itself, coaches, parents, and a lot of times their beliefs on how you should perform or your true capabilities, your ideal capabilities versus what you're seeing now. Just understand this is all garbage. If you want to reach the top, which I know everyone here has big goals, it's not about that. It's about actually letting go of that. The real goal with the mindset of setting goals right now, the mentality we're talking about is to Go after the act, embrace it, take pride in it. Actually be compassionate with yourself with the act of going after these goals. So that way, while you're competing, you will be more present and you're going to be more free. You're going to notice that your mind is not chasing things. It's not trying to forecast and predict what's going to happen two or three moments after the present. This is really the goal. From a deeper level, the ability to go after the act versus chasing the result will allow you as an athlete to perform more subconsciously. 
This means less thinking. This means less emotional struggle, right? Emotional struggle, that's something that we're gonna talk about in future podcasts for sure, but in short, emotional struggle has to do with how you manage fear. Well, if you're present, fear doesn't exist. It only exists in the future. And it only exists if you use your mind to create it. So for everyone listening today, I really hope that this touched you in a way that now you can go after the act, take pride in it, see it differently. See, see failure not as a mistake. See it as an opportunity. See it as experience. You learn something from the situation. And take the act of your goals and going after that and compound it. Do it every day the same way. Sometimes you may have to even sit down with yourself before you start your day going after your goals and have a pep talk. I want to say have a pep talk, not just talk to yourself, but be compassionate with yourself and be your own best friend. Allow yourself to just be okay with everything, right? Just be okay with everything. And, and today I, I'm going to take pride in the act that I go after and, and take pride in it and, and really shift the perception, the meaning that you have with your day-to-day goals. Because it's only you that's going to get you through these tough times and no one else. Your mind has to be in the right place to succeed. The day-to-day operations don't work well when we're only striving for the result. So let's flip it around. Let's focus only on the act. Let's be okay with whatever result presents itself in the future. Let's not take on that responsibility. Okay, that's too much. Just focus only on the act. And you know, I wish everyone a successful journey in this. I will be posting this podcast also on the new YouTube channel. It's called SPMI TV. Please check it out. So you'll also see the video of this as well. But I strongly encourage everyone once again who's interested in really strengthening their mental game to subscribe to this podcast. And also, please feel free to comment. This is why I mentioned the YouTube channel. Comment below that because I'm very interested in understanding which topics you guys want to hear about. You know, it could be your own personal struggles. It could be struggles of other athletes, uh, teams, teammates. And, and let's discuss it. You know, this is what we're doing here. We are providing solutions for the industry, more specifically for you. For you, the athlete, for you, the parent, for you, the coach. It's been a real pleasure. This is the first one. It will get better, I promise. Next time I'll bring water. But uh, until then, wish everyone a great day. And... See you soon.